like to welcome you to Balanced Living. Today, we are going to talk about exercise. It goes to your head. And I'm delighted to invite back to the studios today, Vicki Griffin, who has written much about this. So Vicki, tell us a little bit what we have in store as we get ready to launch into this exciting topic. Well, Pastor Benson, I'm especially happy to be able to discuss this topic with you today. I know that exercise makes us feel better. I'm a nutritionist, but you have some special training in this area. No, I do a little bit. I got a master's in physical education. I have a PT background and I love to exercise and confess. So I do a lot of research with brain-body connections and I've delved into this topic and it's so great to partner with you today because we know that there are mental health benefits of exercise and we're going to land on that today. And it not only builds and conditions the body, it also builds and conditions the brain. Well, there may be some listeners out there that are saying, well, that might be fine for you, but I've gotten older now and I've not really experienced this and maybe it's too late for me. So is there a time when it's too late to begin moving? If your heart's still beating and you're still breathing, I would say, no, it's not too late. There's still (laughs) hope for you. Case in point, we got a wonderful story about Holder Crooks, who is one of my heroes. I got to tell you, When I was a kid in Northern California, we had some people who let out on backpack trips, and I went on one, and part of that experience was that we climbed Mount Whitney. And as an older teenager, I remember how hard it was to climb Mount Whitney. And Hulda Crooks was called (sighs) Grandma Whitney. Yes. So she was one of 18 children born to a farming couple in Saskatchewan, Canada in 1896. She was raised on this Canadian farm with a diet rich in meat, milk, cream, butter, eggs, and candy. That would fuel you up for some exercise, wouldn't it? (laughs) Sure would. One thing that impressed me about her was I believe she claimed Mount Whitney something like 20 times. Oh, yeah. We have some statistics here coming up on the amazing journey that she had in her life. She was an unhealthy woman. She Mm. grew up, and by the time she was 16, she was carrying 160 pounds on her 5'2 frame. And so she was tired. She was fatigued. She didn't have the energy to move. And I would say that that's the condition of a lot of us in Mm. American culture and even beyond our borders today as a result of inactivity and the type of nutrition and the type of diet that we're consuming. Well, she did move to the United States. She went to Loma Linda and she became a vegetarian and a dietitian in her 20s. She married a doctor. And that better diet actually helped her, but she worked very long hours and she did not exercise. So she was still suffering. But then later on in life, some serious changes happened in her experience. Yes, uh, amazing that her husband died when she was just uh, 60 years old, her husband Sam. She started walking to relieve her depression. That was a good choice. That was a good choice. Those endorphins are really beneficial. So she got up daily to exercise, just to improve her health and her mood. And at 63, she began to exercise in earnest, as she says. Wow, in earnest. Well, what happened to Hulda? I remember reading in her book, Climbing Life's Mountains, that as she would go on these walks, I call them soul strolls to relieve that depression. And I certainly have done that myself. I go on those soul strolls every day to connect with God and to gain energy and what a mental health benefit it provides. But she would jog around little bushes. She started pacing herself in the backyard. She would jog around little bushes and pick up speed. 
And that was before the days when we had these kinds of exercise plans. But incredibly, by the age of 65, from age 65 to, yes, 91, Hulda Crooks climbed 98 mountains, including Japan's Mount Fuji. Boy, that's incredible. She completed 23 Mount Whitney climbs. You will not know what that means unless you climb Mount Whitney, I want to tell you. (laughs) Uh, It's quite a hill. She backpacked 212 miles on the John Muir Trail. She climbed 86 Southern California peaks. And she held the record, eight world records for seniors over age 80. Eight world records. And she did not even begin to move until she was after age 60. I would invite our listeners to Google her name Mm -hmm. and read her story. In fact, one of those peaks, having reached the summit of Mount Whitney 23 times, she became affectionately known as Grandma Whitney. And the mountain peak is actually named Crook's Peak in her honor. They didn't name it Benson Peak in name <laughs> no. of, in your well, honor for climbing one time. One time. <laughs> no. I love what she said in her book, Conquering Life's Mountains. She says, you need both good diet and sufficient exercise. The exercise is absolutely essential in keeping up a good circulation. So she also, in her book, she has this kind of Q&A format. So one of the questions she asks is, what does quality of life depend on? And her answer, it depends on how we take care of ourselves. Human beings are allowed just one body per customer. And I guess we could add to that just one brain, too. That's right. So how do you achieve good health? Good health doesn't always happen by accident. Sometimes, she said, you have to work at it. On exercise, she asked the question, are there days when you don't feel like exercising? Well, there's a good one. Are there days when you don't feel like exercising? Well, her answer, yes, there are. But I just figure that the brain is on top and it should tell the rest of the body what to do. So I just exercise anyway. Mm, Excellent point. (laughs) My colleague, uh, Evelyn Kissinger, a dietitian that we work together, she is such a devotee of good daily exercise program. And she runs these clinics and programs for people who are burdened with obesity, depression, and addictions. And she tells her participants, she says, there's no bad weather, just bad clothing. Mm -hmm. And the question is not Am I going to exercise today? But when and where? Wow, that's brutal. But it is really basically Mm. true. We understand that there are times and seasons where we can't reach our ideal goal Mm. in a day. We can't be rigid about it. Have you seen in your experience, Pastor, both in the physical realm and in pastoral work, that we certainly could get a lot more movement into our lives? We sure can. You know, one time I heard a person from Oregon. If you're in Oregon, you understand it rains a lot there. He said, I just want to assure you that your skin is water-resistant, waterproof. <laughs> so no excuses on that. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, and I actually have had to find, living in Michigan, I've had to find strategies and ways to get movement in during mm. the day. I don't have a gym right next door to me, and sometimes mm. the weather really is pretty brutal. Mm. I've gone to some of these large stores like Walmart or Myers, sure. and I'll walk around the perimeter, go in and out the aisles, and it park far from the door, and it really makes a difference. I have read one study that just a 10-minute brisk walk can improve mood for an hour. Mm, wow, that's fantastic, especially so, 
here in Michigan where we have oh. seasonal disorders, you know. For, Absolutely. And uh, in the wintertime, it can be kind of tough to find places to get that exercise. Yes. And, yes. So the best choice really is getting that sunshine, getting out in D sunshine to get mm-hmm. that vitamin D. Yes. There are vitamin D receptors on every cell of our body, and we certainly need it. But supplementation is a real good idea for Definitely. many Michiganders mm-hmm. and many of those who don't get out so much. We're but talking the, about vitamin D here, I believe. Yeah, the vitamin D is a very important supplement for those who don't get out in the sun much, but we want to get out in the fresh air and yes, sunshine, absolutely. that brisk weather just as much as possible. In mm. fact, one of the questions that you asked me before this program started is if I had had any <laughs> movement today, and the answer is, I'm sure going to <laughs> now that you've asked me. So there was an article written about Hulda Crooks in the Loma Linda University news release, and the comment was so beautiful. It said of, of her, Hulda Crooks, quote, showed the world that mental, physical, and spiritual health are attainable at any age. Hulda climbed more than mountains. She climbed out of poor health habits. She climbed out of depression into a healthy, balanced lifestyle. And that is God's plan for us. Isn't it fascinating? Here's a role model because she didn't start at age 20. You know, when many people are older than that, she started when many people were retiring and they have some joints that are worn out and they have some aches and pains. Right. But it's so encouraging that if she can do it, we can find a way to do it too. And you know, while we work on the plan of addition, God works on the plan of multiplication. For every five pounds that an overweight person loses, they're going to take 15 pounds pressure off their knees. Mm. So as a person who is an educator with advanced experience and degrees in health education and physical movement, what do you suggest for that person who is suffering from impairment, joint pain? They may be handicapped. Mm-hmm. Where do they start? How can we keep from hurting ourselves mm-hmm. as we learn to get more movement into our lives? You know, what some, if there are limitations? Sometimes it's not a bad idea to talk to a physical therapist or even your doctor and get some suggestions. But, you know, honestly, there's a lot of YMCAs here in the state of Michigan that you can go there and do hydrotherapy, water therapy. It kind of unloads your joints in the water because you have the buoyancy factor, but you can still get exercise. And that is a definite benefit for seniors who suffer from osteoarthritis. My sister is eight years older than I am, and she had suffered a skiing accident. She had to go through a knee replacement. And as she is older than I am, she could have just given up and said, well, you know, that's it for me. And just the weight creep, we call it creeping corpulence Mm -hmm. from just a little bit more inactivity and a little bit more eating. It's like a two or three degree shift can have disastrous results, but just a little shift to better movement and less of the unhealthy foods, more of those healthy foods can have a dramatic effect on physical as well as mental health. And she is a shining example to me. She found floor exercises that she could do. She made sure that she moved and stretched and acclimated to her new normal. Mm. And she worked within those parameters. And years now later, after that replacement, she's just as beautiful and fit as she was before. And it's a real example to me. So we have to learn to maximize Mm. what we have. And if we have a new normal, let's learn to work with Mm. it. Let's learn to strengthen what we have. There are other options, too. For example, in the community we're interviewing here today, they have a program in the summertime for one month where they have this lady come in and she leads out on fitness exercises right by the lake. We do a four-minute jog, but it's more of different kinds of exercises that strengthen muscles, flexibility for the upper and lower extremities in the trunk. 
and it's excellent. And if you are not able to do that, you just adapt it to something that you can do and get exercise. And it's beautiful. There are even some wonderful YouTube exercise programs getting a 15-minute mile in where you can walk a mile in your own house by just taking steps. They're very well done. And so we want to avoid hurting ourselves. Mm. But it's like picking up change. You get that fitness in every day. You do a little bit more every day, you're going to start to feel better. And after our break, we're going to talk about some of the mental health benefits because God blessed man with exercise as an antidote to many mental Mm -hmm. as well as physical maladies. And isn't God just wonderful? He loves turnaround stories, doesn't he? He sure does. All right, we're going to take a little break here and we'll be back in just a minute. 